0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look, delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. It's
1: to two two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil, La This is a. Baby, welcome to the party. I'm off the Myers in the lead. That's why I'm over retarded. That's why I'm over retarded. Baby, welcome to the party. Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skating a Rari. Baby, welcome to the party. Pick some of that. Give me lit. Give me lit. Gun on mine. One, and a One and a Set in the head. One in the head.
2: Hello, welcome to another Tachi Gunas podcast. My name is Lewis. Uh, I'm joined by German DZ. Yes, I like that. I like that name. It's got a nice ring to it. I'm, 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 I'm
3: expanding. You know, I'm expanding my naming. You know, yeah. German is too basic, bro. I need to. You
2: know, I hear that. I hear that. You'd be getting persecuted <laughs> for your name for t- for too long now. <laughs> and hey. uh we got Shabs. Yo, yo, yo. Chabbs is Chabbs, you know. We're not going to do anything spicy with that name. We're, we're happy with that, ain't we, Chabbs?
4: Yeah, we're happy. Good, solid yeah. African heritage.
2: <laughs> I hear that. Um, guys, um... German
4: <laughs> Dan's choked.
2: What's, what's that? J2O? You're joking
4: on your J2O? <laughs> He's on J2O. Wow. Wow. This youngster you j- 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 can't handle, these. You can't um, handle look, this hard stuff, man.
2: We're going to be talking a little bit about the Slavia Park preview, um... Towards the end of the show, um, but we'll talk a little bit about the um, the game against uh, Sheffield United on the weekend before we get there. So obviously, it was nice to to get that that victory. We had the the instant match reaction after after the game, uh, which was on our Patreon page. So big up all you patrons! If you are interested in becoming a Patreon, um, the links at the bottom of the screen. If you are watching live, and it'll be in the bio as well. So you can uh, you can become a Patreon and listen to that. Um so we're going to quickly touch on the Sheffield United game. Um it was it was just nice, man. It was like it was just nice to have a, a relaxing comfortable victory for once, you know, just didn't have any hairy moments really. I felt like past maybe like the first 15 minutes of the game, I felt like we were pretty well in control. Um you know, we were cr- creating decent chances and we t- and we scored some really really nice goals. Um, quite what we can take from this game, I don't know. Um, because the level of the opposition is pretty poor. Um, they are bottom of the table for, for a reason. Um, but uh, German, oh, is German Dan gone? German Deezer, where we gone? All right, German Deezer's is back. Um, I'll start with you because Shabs was on the, the, the post match um, pod on Patreon. Uh, wh- what can we take from the Sheffield United game? What What impressed you the most, and what can we take? from this game going into tomorrow's game?
3: I can't lie. I didn't want to <clears throat> no, over-analyze the game too much. I still mm. felt that um, Sheffield United said it, a relatively poor position, um, a showcase that us being able to completely launch mm. and execute a new kind of game plan. <clears throat> and um, yeah, um <clears throat> oh, this, this J2 will mess me up. <coughs> It's zero percent alcohol, damn! Literally, this answer.
4: is killing me. This guy can't handle his drink, you know. All he's, right, because you he's made me choking laugh, on J2O,
1: friend
3: You made me laugh, but nah. <laughs> let me let me get, let me catch my vibe. Um, so I felt like I didn't want to go too much into the game. I I felt like I'm not sure if this is a this is a good like. So sort of barometer, barometer to to say we're gonna have a good performance against Slavia Prague. Um, I'm still I still need to see that so.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, Dan, crazy. you're fried,
2: man. You're fried. Shab, shab, take over, man. Shab, oh, yeah. Take over, take over. This uh, is Jay to all. I don't know what that
1: is. Uh, I'm fucking baiting everything. I'm fucking it? bottle, man.
2: Yeah. Oh,
3: my well, God. This is
1: this it's queer,
3: pear and guava. So it should be good. All right,
4: cool. We don't do product placement. They fucking pay us for it. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Anyway, Shabs. Finish what Dan was trying to say. Yeah, like we're, we're not being over too analytical over this game. What are we taking from this game until tomorrow?
4: Um, I think we, um, it, no, I agree with what Dan's saying, man. I'd be lying if I said I didn't agree with him. I think the quality of the opposition was so poor, just so, so poor. So, um, <laughs> It's, it's 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 hard to kind of take stuff to be to to be honest with you. Um, I think what I'd, uh, what was good for me was um, you know, the performance from Martinelli. I I liked that. I was encouraged by that. Um, the performance from Saka Saka playing in the ten mm. is something that we haven't seen before. Um, you know, um, just,
2: just... have we not seen it before? I'm sure he's played there before.
4: I don't. I don't think. I. I, I don't it remember. It, it really. was the
2: left side of the. Um, was oh. it of the midfield okay. against Brian. Uh, Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember It's just another that, string to his bow, really. Yeah, but not. And 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 it. You know, for for, for me, such as his um, his his game intelligence. Um, I I did say on the on the, on the post match pod that um, I do want to see. I think it's credit to him, but I do want to see him um kind of be utilized in, in in one primary position and really kind of sharpen his set there um, I think it's a it's a it's, it's a luxury that um you know he can fill so many gaps for us but I don't necessarily want to see him playing in the 10 um moving forward. I think yeah if 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 there's an mm-hmm. emergency situation, I'd much rather him in our forward line than in our back line um but yeah I think i'm I'm, I'm encouraged by that performance but again, I don't want to get too carried away by Eva because I don't think the quality of the opposition was good
2: mm. uh, I'm going to try and make as many parallels to um, the game of the weekend today the, to the game coming up as well I'm going to try and interlink them both right yeah. so I think d- the way we set up on on um, su- Sunday it was Sunday, it was Sunday. The, the way we set up on Sunday would that be how you guys would set up on uh, how you guys would set up tomorrow with, you know, potentially putting Xhaka at left-back. When, when, I, when I saw Xhaka and Saka, I was thinking, fucking hell, he's put Saka at left-back, isn't he? And I thought, oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not too sure about that, you know. But um, it was a nice surprise, obviously, to see Xhaka at left-back. And I think in a game like Sheffield United, where he wasn't really pressured on the football, he can zip it out from the back. You know, we've seen him do that in that kind of uh third centre back kind of role where he drops into the into the um into the defense and he can spray the ball about. You know, he's not under any pressure, he's got good passing range. We know Xhaka has these things when he's not under any pressure. So from left back, I think that really suited him. Um, you know, he was able to zip the ball into the midfield, you know, a couple of balls round the corner for Martinelli as well. Um, I think not to say that Xhaka can be a you know a full time left back because nobody's trying to see that. But potentially something we could use against Slavia Prague, um, because I didn't think uh-huh. Slavia were particularly, you know, great in wide areas. Um, I don't think they're, they're not that good. Th- they're not good, right? Bad. So, is that is that something that we would look towards to to do in tomorrow? Or would you, you know, bring in uh, Cedric? Uh,
4: so- me personally, I would bring in Cedric. Like my my thing is like, why would you want to risk it? I think this is um it is such an important game and I think both the club, we as a club have a history of of just making um like crazy errors and um Shaka as a player as well has a history of making ridiculous errors and I, I, I kind of wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to mix that concoction on a game that I think is is, is, is so important. I think for tomorrow night what we are talking about is the difference between Arsenal featuring in European competition next season, and if we don't progress, if it comes to an end tomorrow night, this will be the first Arsenal team in something like twenty plus years that they haven't featured in a European competition of some sort, and that's that's absolutely ridiculous, you know. Um, there could be no argument there. So I I, I get what Shaka um, can do. I'd rather see him starting in in. In the midfield, if he does start at all, and then drop in into that position with some, with um, as we've seen him do, kind of move into that halfback, quarterback zone, than have him start there as a as a as a left back.
3: I, I think I, I think I disagree with you, Sharps, on this. Um, just because I kind of feel like Tierney <laughs> being out, we don't have an actual solution for left back. And I know Cedric kind of worked in some games, but I really didn't like him on the left because he comes inside. Which forces then the the player that plays on the left, um, midfield and the left midfield to go wide, and um, I think zaka being um, a left back that doesn't go forward, um, kind of allows the left winger to to pick up certain runs and get the ball early, um, and also ideally I'm looking going forward as well. I, me, I'm playing for the middle, Um Xhaka will be able to play long balls from that position. That's not
2: happening, bro. You need to get out oh, of that, probably, that out of your head. Oh, probably not.
3: Probably not. But I'm looking. And saying this is something that we need to um that that we should try to implement and then carry out through for, for the rest of the season. Um and we need to get some continuity, keep chopping and changing. Things um we need to get into a groove now. Um if Zaka is at left back, um, listen, I'm not the biggest fan of Sabias, he has some qualities. However, if we can get him in the team, if he can get Partey in the team, get Zaka in the team um in different roles, um I think we need to get all the players that are decent enough to play in the team. And I think Cedric is decent enough. I would play him on the right. I'd play him on the right. Um, let him and Chambers kind of compete for that position um, of who delivers better better crosses. I think they both deliver better crosses than Bellerin. Bellerin does, however, have good movement. So let all three of those boys compete for the right back um, position in midfield led Partey and Zabayas do their thing. And I think unless we're playing against a team where I really feel like we need to defensively astute or robust centre midfielders in midfield. We should go with the Partey being the person that receives some more angles and um, Sabayas as, uh, as a bit of a support um, and basically the player taking away some of the, some of the <laughs> midfielders that would be on to Partey and being a bit of a floater. And um, I, I look forward to also seeing Udegaard coming back, of course.
2: Didn't train um, today.
3: No he won't be in that game, I think he won't be involved in that game and um, one thing i don't do absolutely not want to see is suck at left back that time has passed that time i don't, I don't
2: I, yeah I don't think that's going to happen. this kid I, is a
3: forward this kid is I, a forward is one of our best best forwards probably our best forward to be fair And um, mm. there's no way um wasting him at left back even if he is a good left back um we need to we need to try and maximize what we have going forward and I think the thing that we lack for a long long time. Was always forwards that can pin the ball and retain the ball, and both him and ESR are very, very capable of that, and also of going in behind. So we need to make sure that both of these boys play, and they allow us to to dominate and pin teams back. Um. So yeah, that I think Xhaka for now works for me at left back. Um. Don't don't try goal rewarding forwards. Keep it very simple. Um. So yeah, it works for me for now. We need to for just find something that makes us achieve our targets and we don't have many more games to play you know so
2: yeah uh, it was it was an interesting setup on on Sunday because um I'm I'm not gonna let you guys get away with it but you know obviously we have to talk a lot about Sabah's performance right Let let and I don't think you guys did it justice on the post-match patron chaps yeah okay and I don't know whether that was intentional. I don't know, but th- this was th- the main reason why I wanted to come on today's pod was to, you know, iron out a few uh, you know, discrepancies. Yeah, the,
4: look, my thing with my thing with Subios, yeah, reputationally, yeah, reputationally, this guy is um an elite footballer or he's supposed to be an elite footballer. Yeah, he's had a fantastic footballing education and he plays at Real Madrid. Really, like his, his parent club is Real Madrid. Yeah. Real Madrid don't, you know, Real Madrid don't pick you up if you don't have anything about you. Um, But you know, he showed a oh, lot of Julian promise. Foubert. He showed a lot, oh. you know, by and large, they don't pick you up if you don't have promise if you don't have something <laughs> about you. Yeah. So, he showed a lot of promise early in his career as far as like youth competitions. But, in the men's game he's never really set the world alight for me not yet and he's still and the thing is he's still relatively young what is he 24 years old yeah so i don't think that's harsh i don't think that that means that um he can't or that he will never but i think he hasn't really and then he's a player that i look at as um you know you're supposed to come with a level of technical competence yeah And he is really what, maybe my expectations of him are unrealistic, but I'm thinking you come to Arsenal, yeah, what I need to see from you is that you are one of the best midfielders in that side, just in terms of your fundamentals, every game you play. And he doesn't, he has not shown me that. He hasn't shown me that in the two years that he's been here. And so my thing is that I do like the player. I like him when he does good things. i always sing about him when he does good things. He's extremely infuriating when he doesn't do good things. And for me, he's just had too many games where he doesn't do good things, where he can't um, execute his actions quick enough, where he dwells on the ball too long. Um, he could be sloppy in possession. Uh, when he has a game, like to, like his involvement in the first goal, I think, was fantastic. I think he had that double involvement where he had the backheel, I can't remember. I might be mixing up my moves, but
2: there was there was a couple back-hills. The, there was a The couple first back-hills. goal was was the flick into Lacazette's the, the feet. The first
4: goal was the flick into Lacazette, but was he involved in that move earlier, or there was? He another, was
2: involved in a Gabriel Martinelli move. He was
4: involved in the Gabriel Martinelli mm-hmm. shot. So again, that that was one possession. Um, you know, he was involved. He had a a, a neat backhill. kind of. Um, uh, who did the ball come to? And they played it across out wide to Martinelli, and he came inside. Um, and got his shot off. And I thought, oh, that's decent from sobios Um, he was very, very good in the um Lacazette goal. That was a bit of ingenuity. That's what we expect from from you. These are the types of f- things that he can do, and we should see more of. My thing is, I don't want to talk about this guy after he's balled out against a lackluster Sheffield United <laughs> side. I'll be I'll be I'll be honest with you. I don't what I want mm. is um in the Benfica game. Some of our some of our tougher games this season in the Benfica game, in the... Um, it, it, not even in our toughest games, in games where it's just like you're on the pitch and we need to control the games and we can't control it. I'm not going to beat him up as much as he was beaten up for his performance in the Liverpool game. They were completely dominant. Um, you know, when we've played against United away and stuff like that, fine. Like, you know, if we can't control those games, cool. But I need to see more than you just turn up when it's against Sheffield United. So... That's where I am with him. So yeah, I think credit credit where credit's due, but I also don't. I I can't go the other way and go overboard with him now and say because by and large, if if this is what it comes down to, if this is what we're hinging the success of his two year loan to Arsenal on, for me, it's not good enough, man.
3: Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of thoughts on Sabaz as well. I think Sabaz is a player that um, deceives you technically. He's good technically, but he's not excellent technically. I think um, he can execute good things, but um, a lot of times he chose us the easy control, the easy solution. So and I think technically very good players, um, if you just look at touches, for example, if the ball is in the air, the so buyers will let it bounce twice so you can touch it with ease. Um, technically very good players try to meet the ball as soon as possible, make the difficult control to get that extra one or two second um, to 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 affect the game. Well, Sabaya's is just the way he interpret and interprets and um, interprets games or football in general. He always would take that option that takes a bit more time, and that's the way he plays football. Um that doesn't mean he's 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 absolutely poor technically. That does, but that does mean he's not excellent technically. He doesn't execute things of high difficulty often enough for me. And also, the thing of about the thing with him um, that I don't like, especially, is that the fact that I don't feel like he's a real difference maker. And a game game of high quality. If it's a game like Sheffield United, yes, survivors will ball out. Burnley, he balled out. Um, even, I think there was one game up against Brighton, he played quite well or something like that. There's a few games where I felt like he played quite well, you know? Like, West Brom. Yeah. But when it's a game of high speed, high technical requirements, when, you, when it's really like, you need to have, you need, your first touch needs to be spot on and you need to move the ball quickly, I feel like he struggles. And um, it doesn't, one, Align with the way he plays football in general. Two, he's te- he's technically overwhelmed. I feel and um, Gant, quite 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 frankly, I think he's a player that slightly deceives you technically. Um, doesn't mean he's not a good player. I think he's a decent player. Just don't think he's a player worth investment for Arsenal, and also not worth a player hinging um your hopes on. I do think, mm-hmm. however, that for the remaining games, he can play a good role for us. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't discount that. I just don't think. Going forward, this is something I w- some player what player I would like to, to continue uh having mm. asked.
2: Yeah, I, I, I slightly take issue with the point because I think the back end of last season we saw good performances against Man City in the FA Cup, Liverpool. Uh no, was it Man City Spurs? No. Man City, who did we play in the FA Cup run we, last we year? Did, we did Chelsea. We played Chelsea Chelsea, in the final. sorry, Chelsea. It Man City a Chelsea good had good games from in the final. Um yeah. So I think he he was
3: can it, do was it. a very good performance. He was good in the final. I did. I didn't yeah, it think. it was good. Yeah,
4: yeah,
2: it was, was, not, it was good. To,
3: this, is not, yeah. this is also the thing with. Sabayas. I don't think he struggled. I
2: think my, my point is I don't think he, I don't think he struggled in those. I big can't games.
3: think of a standard game in, in a game of high quality from him. I, I'll be honest. I can't think of a standard performance in a game of high quality. And Udegaard has been here f- three months. I've, I can already name one. I can't name that for Sabias. Mm. Yeah, He's been
4: here
3: nearly two years.
4: Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Like, Lou, like, listen, he, as far as Arsenal's best midfield currently, he gets into it for me. Like, if we're talking about our current formation, like, who am I picking to start midfield every game? If I'm on if I'm on FIFA or football manager and I've got the current Arsenal side that I've got, I'm picking Partey and I'm picking Ceballos. So it's not, I'm not mm-hmm. questioning it from that perspective. My thing is... I, I'm not going to lose my mind about this performance against Sheffield United. I think that he played well. I think yeah. he did very good things. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think he's worth the investment. I don't, and I don't know why you're so invested in him either. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I, I'm, I'm not. not I'm not really.
2: I just wanted. I just wanted. Um, I just wanted a conversation about his performance because I felt like and I just Patriots wanted you to admit that you're not real, over it. and I've got <laughs> you now. Which. You guys kind of glossed over it on the Patreon piece, which I thought was a bit funny because if he had a bad game, you'd be talking in length about it. So I personally like to see a bit of balance. Do you know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah. To be fair, yeah, I was that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's was, it was not for me to go into it too much, really. Oh yeah, I, I, I to gave to him an honourable mention.
2: No to take responsibility. No, I <laughs> gave him an honourable
4: mention. I did. Mm-hmm. I, gave, and I gave him an honourable mention on on TLF on Sunday as well. So oh, you fair know, enough. that's fair two enough. forums. You know, yeah. I've, I've, yeah. I've, I've I've called him on two forums. I said, yeah, that's it. They even said, did Lewis pay you? I said, nah. nah. He's not <laughs> fighting me about Tobias. I, like I, I have, like I'm not. But I'm just, I'm not losing my mind about him that's that that that's all i'm saying about it mm, mm,
2: mm fair enough um so would you look to start sobios in some um in midfield tomorrow Pate Shabs, or or you think bring Xhaka back in
4: um me personally i probably would but then that goes against what i said about um Xhaka earlier and not using because i think if sobios does start in 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 midfield then shaka almost definitely starts at left back um, I'll say it the other way around. If he does go with Shaka as the left-back, Sobias absolutely has to play in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. I think he is better when he's with Partey. I think he's better when, he's, when there's a number 10 in the side as well. I think he's better when that number 10 is a bit um, more dynamic and fluid and can combine with him. I think the way that um, Arsenal as a team played on Sunday against Sheffield United, although the opposition was very poor, um, I think there's a lot that we can consider about the way in which the team played. That there was, I'm, I'm not calling for Lacazette to start or anything, but I think Lacazette um, and his positioning worked really well. Saka and Pepe seem to work really well with each other, and that left a lot of um, time and space for Lacazette combined with um, Ceballos really well. Sorry, and that left a lot of time and space for Martinelli on that left hand side, really free out wide. On the left, and he was like often our furthest player forward. And I think that's how he was able to kind of get him behind the lines, offer that threat in behind. And, um, you know, we finished the game with the most shots for, for our yeah, side. And I, I think I, there I, are I, things I, that we could um, benefit from adopting similar to, to tomorrow. But I would be opting for. Aubameyang to start obviously and that means that we 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 operate a bit differently um I also don't think that Saka should start in the 10 like I said earlier um if, so if, if Erdogan's not
2: going, fit who should start in the 10
4: I'd probably go with ESR in that case um mm. and I think ESR could fulfill a similar role as, as Saka did in the 10 as far as his range of movement um because ESR is is a very dynamic um, Football and, you know, he's very intelligent also um, and picks up a lot of the spaces. But yeah, sorry, I, I know that Dan was, Dan was going I, to say something. I
3: do, I do want to talk about Martinelli but since we're on the point of the number 10, I think we should go with Saka again in the 10. I think um, I do like ESR. Um, I think Saka in the 10, I like the turn, the ball reception and I, don't get me wrong, ESR has good ball reception as well but ESR plays like when When the man is behind him, he will lay off and move to get the ball. Whereas Saka is the kind of player, he would wait for the player to come, pin him, then spin. And I Mm. kind of feel like in a game like Slavia Prague, these guys are not that good. Though If he plays like that against Slavia Prague and gets two, three good turns in in the first half, I think we will create significant overload in the wide areas that will allow us to get in behind them. And So I need that early and we need the goals early so i would i would i would like to see saka in the 10 um because i think from wide right he won't get the ball in areas as centrally he will get it in the right half space but not as centrally where i think he can do a lot of damage with his touch turn and um pin moves that he mm-hmm. does do so i would like to see it ESR, uh, i'm not sure if he should start this game um, um if he does then fair play but I, I do i do think that saka in the 10 i will, I, I like to see that and I feel like we need to talk about Martinelli. He gives us this energy, mm-hmm. this movement that really frightens defenders. And um, we need that as a counteract to Lacazette's lack of movement, because I'm pretty sure Lacazette will start. So I'm, I'm I'm literally saying Saka and Martinelli have to start. I know Lacazette will start. Who will play on the right? I we would have. I would... Pepe, but your colleagues are his knights. This is the level. Yeah, where... I, I think
2: Pepe has to start. I yeah, do. I think Pepe short, has to start. Yeah. But I, I think if, you're, if Oba doesn't start, I think you have to have Martinelli on on the left because I think we need like, and yeah,
4: you need two threats. You don't need don't two want to goal
2: call lack of but yeah, but I know what you is mean. The threat, right? Yeah, he is, and he, we need an in behind two. threat as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. I, I would be inclined to go with Martinelli um, on the and left,
4: the, and the, and I think you're spot on, Luke. I, f- I think this is where Arteta has failed because it's 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 the combinations. It's finding to look like you know I, I I see like football about partnerships and relationships on the pitch and like if you're gonna have that um center forward who comes in really deep and feet the ball to receive the ball in the way that um that Lacazette like always does you need that in behind threat and he hasn't utilized Martinelli in that when Martinelli is an obvious solution it was very similar to when we had these gaps in our and flaws in our attacking structure when um, we didn't play a number 10 or when he was using all of these other options in the number 10, there were very obvious solutions and he didn't do that. He's failed to recognise the combinations, the patterns, how different players had different attributes that his players possess can work with each other and can combine in an effective way. Um, not just with the ball, but also without the ball, not just, um, on the defensive side of, 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 of the ball, but also going forward. So these are the things that really, really frustrate me. It's so obvious. You need at least two goal threats on the on the, on the pitch. You said it, Lou, and I think you're, 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 you're spot on. Like Martinelli, what he has shown us, fine against Sheffield United, whatever, but what he's shown us generally is that he can do that. He does always look to get in behind and he offers energy, high intensity, and he gets his shots off. I've got time for that.
2: Also, I think it's um, I think, uh, I think the way this game goes is going to be quite dependent on how Sparta, uh, what well, Sparta, Prague, Slavia Prague set up as well. Because in the fir- in the first leg, they didn't mind playing high. I was quite surprised that high, how high they the played. That's why <laughs> potentially, but I think that's just the way they play.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They play with a lot of intensity. You know, they get they 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 mark you around the pitch, very Leeds esque. You know, they play with that kind of. Um, energy oh, and uh, you know, and I think that's a, like Shabs mentioned a good point about. Uh, no, sorry, uh, Daniel. I think you mentioned the point about Saka being able to spin, and I think this is a team that likes to play touch tight. And if you can turn them around, you're going to get chances. Um, however, they might think, "Well, we're in the ascendancy. Essentially, we don't have to score. Arsenal have to score, so do we sit back?" And, you know, I don't know if they're good enough to set back. They didn't look good defensively to me. They didn't look like... I, I think either way, we can we can beat them, you know. It, it's not like a an issue of, oh, well, you know, if they sit back, we're in big trouble. Um, because I don't think they're particularly good in, in any of those setups. Um, but it would just be interesting to see how the game pans out um, with the players on the pitch and what Slavia do to you know, to com to combat what we're doing and how they set up. Because um if they play the exact same way like we did that like they did at the um, at the Emirates, um I would I would I would definitely put Marcinelli on the left. Um you know p- this is all providing if Oba's not fit obviously I'm I'm assuming Ob not gonna play. Um Martinelli left I'd play Pepe as well. Um And maybe just bring ESR on, you know, in the second half, um, and then play Saka in that in that ten role. I think it's very important we play someone who can, you know, in the, in that ten role. And I'm sure it will be one of Saka or ESR anyway. But someone who can turn them around. Um, and I think Saka is the right man to do that. Personally, I, I'm I'm quite annoyed that Odegaard's not playing because, like I said in the first leg, I think Odegaard would have had a fucking field day against that Slavia Prague team. You know, they wouldn't have been able to get close to him. You know, the ball win behind was on every single time. We just, we were really poor um,
0: in that game. So like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Indeed.com slash blue wire offer valid through June 30th terms and conditions apply.
2: Let's move on to the right then. So uh, are you guys having, uh, well, let's try and link in Pepe's performance because I thought Pepe's performance against Sheffield United um, was an interesting one. Obviously he got the, uh, the assist in inverted commas, commas for Martinelli's goal, um, you know, with some good play, which, he, you know, was all of his own making Won the ball back, which is, you know, what. Well, Some people have criticized Pepe before for not being switched on enough. Defensive game, not good enough. But, you know, he won that ball back, drove at the defense. And, you know, we've seen Pepe in those positions before where, you know, more often than not, he's creating something. You know, whether that be for himself or for for another person, for another player, he's creating something in that position. So what did you guys think of um, Pepe's performance on Sunday? And do you think he has done enough to warrant starting in this game, um, Dan, I'll go with you first.
3: I, I, I think Pepe was all right. Pepe still annoys me massively. Like this brother just annoys me. But
2: mm. then his what... first touch is so loose, man. The amount Whoa. of times that it broke down, Why?
1: you know. <sighs> but one thing, there's lots of good
2: combination play, n- and it it's... would get to Pepe, and he would just miscontrol like, it, and it's like that? fucking hell, lad.
3: Know. But I do think that I think Slabber Prague are not that good, man. And I do think that the, the dribbling patch that Pepe has works perfectly against these type of teams, <laughs> where his touch is just about too heavy for him to chase it, but they'll dive in and he kind of gets mm-hmm. past him. And we've mm-hmm. seen that enough times in Europa League, and I think he's a player that is very, very keen on getting shots off, um, which I like from my forwards. Um, he, he, will get, he will get his shots off for sure. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he scores. This is the type of game where Pepe usually notches. I think... These are the games that I need to need to give him. Um, there's no point playing any anymore. What's a 32 games so or something crazy? Zero goals. This this has to be an end. Um, Pepe still has some. I wouldn't say credit in the bank, but he, he's got he's got that threat. When he's on the pitch, he he's either a threat to us or he's a threat to them. So he's going <laughs> to give let, us something. Let,
2: if we're if we're being real with ourselves, Pepe's had a
3: decent he season. Bags, he he bags in the
2: Europe League. In the Europa League, he bags. That's he has. Losing. He's has, got, I mean, he's not, got nine no, goals and four assists this season, you know, yeah. which isn't a bad return. How many in the Europa? I think that's five uh, Four goals, three assists oh. in the Europa. Yeah, that, I don't I, yeah. I don't, think there's a doubt
4: about games. his form or his performance in Europa League. Um, I think that's where he's, you know, um, amassed a lot of his playing time this season. Um, A lot of the, the quality of the opposition in the group stages was really nothing to write home about. And no. I really wanted him to rack up his numbers there just for his confidence but by and large I think playing in Europe um in 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 these types of games does suit him better um and I think the formations that we've utilized in Europe as well like Arteta kind of did he not almost always play with a 10 someone in the 10 um when we've played Europa League games whether that was Willock or or whatever I just say like I, I've always maintained this with Pepe um I don't think he's as bad as he's been made out to 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 be, he has flaws to his game, but we don't play to his strengths. And we, <clears throat> he's better when he's not isolated, and I just always yeah, always that. he's better he when plays. he's got combinations. And if he
3: if, plays right wing, yeah. Cedric's got to play right back,
4: yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think so, Cedric, and not just Cedric. um You know, if if you've got an intelligent ten as well, because I think um Erdogan's able to find him and combine with him really well. Saka combined with him really well on um Sunday. Um I just think when he put ESR's combined with him quite well as well when he's played in the 10. So he's better when he gets players in and around him. If you look at our attacks as well and them being lopsided and very kind of um, um left dominant in terms of where where the ball comes down to, um his roles, you know, been often, not always, but often obsolete in in build up as well. Um, But I always think when he's got players around him, he does better things. He's not a player that I would want. I think people thought he's that player you can give the ball and he's going to be able to take people on and beat them 1v1 and whatnot. His 1v1 capability to me is a bit iffy. Um, But yeah, I think when he gets himself into good um, positions inside the box and that, I kind of back him. I kind of fancy him at times. He can be really frustrating. He can mess up stuff, technically uh, fluff his lines a bit, get the ball stuck under his feet and whatnot. But I back him, man, because I think when he can get his shot off, he can be a threat. He can do something. He can he can do something for us. And he still does have that pace as well, but we just don't play in a way where um, he's ever really delivered the service where he can run him behind. But um, yeah, I I I think he does deserve to to play especially as it might be our last game I, mm. I think you get him in we've got nothing yeah. to lose we need to attack get him in
2: yeah um let's talk a little bit about Lacazette because somehow he's um amassed I think is that that was he's 15th for the season this season um i say somehow I mean that's you know we signed him to to have these kind of well, no, we signed him to have better records <laughs> than this, but you know, this just looks like a, a good Lacazette season, doesn't it? I mean, um, because the the, the bar, I, I i don't mean to shit on him, but you know, the bar is on the floor essentially. Um, I don't know what his just checking now and see what his highest goal scoring season for Arsenal is. Um, if my computer 18, I think... is it 18? I think so. So he's Might free off, for, he's free off from having, um, why is Wikipedia not working? He's free off from his like highest goal scoring season at, at at Arsenal, which you know just goes to show how much of a shit show this signing has been. But he's done fairly okay um, in the league this season. You know he's got thirteen in twenty seven. You know people wax lyrical about players like Dominic Calvert Lewin. You know he only has fourteen. So or Var-
3: or Vardy as well, Vardy, you know Benin. Vardy's only
2: scored like four non-penalty goals this season, yeah, something. Crazy. So yeah, so listen, I know he he gets his critics and absolutely rightly so. He he deserves his uh, his critics, but um, how are you guys feeling about Lekezet going into this game? Are you are you are you are you, are you confident of him delivering? Because I I think listen, if we're all we we would all rather Bamyang up front, right? I think it yeah, goes no without question, saying, no question. right? But unfortunately, he, he's ill. Um, probably not going to be able to play. So um, we're going to be relying on Lacazette to come up with the goods. And I'll just, L- I just, L- I just want to get like a general feeling of like confidence L- L- in L- Lacazette
3: to score in this game. He knows it himself. The the bullshit finish that he had in that first leg, he needs to score. He needs to make up for it. Um, he needs to score uh it's it's that simple if he has any self-respect he scores in this game
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah he needs to uh dust off those 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 ghosts that were uh, from the first leg shams how how are you feeling about Lacazette?
4: (laughs) (laughs) i just i'm 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 very underwhelmed by this player um just be, because I've, uh, I've I've seen exactly what he is, and I won't see different from him, you know. And I think, like, look, like, he is a good player. I don't want to um, I don't want to disrespect he's person, him. He's bro. a good player. He's a good footballer. He's played that, you know, at, at, at a high level for the majority of his career. Um, <laughs> is he what we need? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, you don't I'm, know. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that he is the player that we we need. And I think, you know, he's had um, ample you're opportunity.
2: Being, you're being too
4: kind. No, I think he's had ample opportunity to kind of demonstrate that, yeah, he can really step up and take the mantle. Um Lacazette just never fails to disappoint us. Um His disappointments always often come off the back of something positive as well. So off the mm-hmm. back of those goals against West Ham and then, you know, we go and play the next game and do some fuckery and, you know, so it's, 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 it's it's the same thing. I'm kind of thinking you've got two good goals against Sheffield, which Lacazette is going to turn up? Is he going to be his clinical best or is he just going to be the guy that, you know, we're, we're just, we're, we're all tired of seeing. But, um, yeah, it, it, if he's going to, he, he does some things well and I think if he plays and I think if, if Oba's out of the game, then he definitely has to play centre forward. Um, but I think if he does play, Martinelli has to play and I I won't have an issue with that. Um, yeah, but apart from that, I'm, I'm yeah. I hope we sell him in the summer. I hope we get some, some, some sort of money. And I hope we kind of go in a different direction because we need a different kind of option up front. Yeah. So that's where I am. I,
2: just to touch on your point there, Shabs, it's kind of like a double edged sword, isn't it? It's like, cool. We, we, we want Lacazette to score goals, right? For a multitude of reasons. Number mm. one, being our benefit in winning football games, right? We mm. want Lacazette to score goals because he's mm. our footballer. We also want him to score goals because. You know, we're kind of thinking well, the more goals he scores, the more he's going to, you know, get a chunkier transfer value. Yeah. However, the flip side to this is do Arsenal start getting fucking funny ideas and start thinking,
4: hmm, mm, maybe. Okay, we, yeah, maybe don't do it. Hmm, don't do it.
2: Maybe let's give this guy an extension or do let's it. run this guy's maybe contract do down and In keep the him drink. for a year. Famous you know,
4: rapper, Drake, Drizzy, Drizzy Drake, German DZ's idol, he's gold, said, don't do it, please don't do it. Don't do it, Arsenal. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> we can't fucking do it. Like, listen, we've just, yeah. just got to call it a day. Man. we got to call it a day and just, like, you know, just, like, that's thank cool. you, sir. Thank you for your years of You're service. Welcome. And on to the next one. That's 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 what we've got to do with it, man. We, we have to start becoming ruthless, especially now, man. Like we can't mess around. We can't.
3: Is yeah, there? Go. On. Just, just couple of thoughts. And like I said, as I said, I think he's a good player. No one near worth the fifty m's that we paid for. For Impossible. fifty m's, we're looking for an exceptional
2: um, player. We didn't get one. Um, he's giving us what Giroud gave us, and we signed Giroud for what thirteen million, twelve million, was it? Yeah, both both good players. Giroud probably better than him.
4: Drew's better than him, man. But. Yeah. Like, Let's fight about it. But Giroud's better than him, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go to wherever people want to go to to, to show that.
3: Both both are not great or
2: exceptional players. Both are good. Yeah. Yeah. Both just decent level players. And I think I think the, the thing about Lacazette that's even you know even just I think the thing that makes Lacazette obviously more a more disappointing signing is because when we signed Giroud, I didn't really expect too much from him, and at least Giroud had seasons where you know he scored over twenty goals for us. He's, he cost twelve million or whatever it was. He scored. He had what a couple, two or three, twenty-plus seasons. Oh, you know, a couple of Seasons where he got like sixteen goals in the league. Lacazette's highest Premier League goal-scoring season is thirteen. Giroud was yeah, a very yeah, clear it, plan it, B. Giroud never more sixteen
3: in the league for us as well. So, yeah, so, Giroud Jure, was, was a very more than
2: sixteen in the league. Yeah, so yeah, but it's still more than Lacazette is, um, yeah, Yeah, you know, yeah. turned up with
3: yeah.
4: He, he sorry, um, didn't mean to interrupt. But he was a very clear Plan B from the beginning. He was he was never like you know we, yeah we signed him when um, RVP was there. I think we signed Podolski as well. Um, you know you can get a, a player lot. like Giroud at that time for mm. that 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 relatively low fee and not really have big expectations of him. I think Giroud grew with the club. Um, you know he grew into because he he'd never played at anything close to the level that um, Arsenal were at. And you can see what what, he, what he's, he's done with his career, as far as like playing his way into the France national side, World Cup winner. He, he you know he played yeah. he played a big role in Perfect that
3: career. To be honest,
4: he's gone onto Chelsea, and you know still been highly functional in that Chelsea side. Chelsea have re- absolutely relied on Giroud, even if I think about this season. Um, and I, and I'll say he is you know you, you need different profiles, and um, we talk about this all the time. You need different profiles. He was a very different. Profile not someone that you can hinge your hopes on as your main as your main centre forward in in the league and that's where we went wrong and we all know it in that in that in that horrible Leicester season um, he can't be your main guy but as a plan B fantastic and I think it's no coincidence that um, since he's gone we have you know we struggle struggled in those games where we could we, we could get a late one into the box and you know he'd boom he'd, he'd pop up with that head the same thing that he's doing for Chelsea by the way. Um, scoring those crucial, decisive goals, late goals when the game stretched, or someone to play off—we um, we, we missed those things about him. So, yeah, and and, and I think that's not the expectation that anyone had of Lacazette coming into it either. People kind of thought of Lacazette a bit. There were some parallels to Lacazette signing for us and Pepe signing for us, as to people thinking that Lacazette was a kind of like running behind Striker, who. Um, you know, because we saw all these highlights of the, the games in France where he was in behind and he would get his shot off and, um, you know, um, so on and so on. And he amassed uh, a, a good number of league goals for Lyon over a number of seasons in that way. And we thought very similar about Pepe because we saw lots, you know, that, that record-breaking goal-scoring season where, yeah, just lots of balls over the top. He would run into the space, finish it, blah, 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 blah. And he's come and the, the reality's hit and he's just not what we thought he would be. So, yeah, man. Yeah, man, big disappointment. But we need to do the right thing this summer. Absolutely.
3: That's the only way
4: yeah, hello? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just saying, yeah, man. Just kind of ran, finish, finish, finish up. Sorry, yeah, view. I was going to mention... Uh, um, do I need
2: to cut that bit out? No? Okay, cool. Perfect. We're good. I was just going to mention, that obviously, Balogun has signed a new contract. So does this kind of make the decision on Lacazette... Um, a bit more complicated, like because I'm a bit confused on what we do with Balogun. You know, um, if he's like not going to get you know, enough game time, then he needs to go out on loan. I don't see the point of keeping around the club unless you're going to give him significant minutes, right? Marcelli needs those minutes.
3: I I've, I've thought about this a little bit. I think I I've, I've proposed something in the group. I thought about this a little bit. We need to sell like is that? Free up the space. Need to sell Eddie and Katia. Free up their space. Go to the season with Balogun, and Martinelli, and and Balogu, um, Balogun, Martinelli, and Aubameyang as our three main strikers. Both Balogun and Martinelli are capable of playing out wide. Both um, um, Bal Balogu and Balogun, Martinelli should be playing all the Europa League games, so they get a significant amount of games for the Europa League. I think. Um, and then in the league, we need to we need to look at rotating them in. Um, ESR will play as well on the left at times, but I think they need to stay at the club. I think it. I think sending them a loan can work, but I think Balogun has not even played or had the chance to play with the first team. Whereas yeah. some of these youngsters have, have 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 had it. Willock ha, has had it. It's helped him. He's doing well on loan at Newcastle. Reese Nelson has had it. He's not really he's not really kicked on, but he's had this time of playing with the Arsenal first team. And I think before we send him on any any loans, I think he's 19 now. He should get that one year at the, um, at, the at Arsenal Football Club. We never know. He could he could become he could be really good. He could be like Saka. Saka had that one year before we sent sent him out unknown. Imagine we would have just sent Saka out unknown, not he did not even send unknown. Imagine it, we'd sent him out unknown, we wouldn't have the fruits that we have now. So Balogun that one year needs to stay here, see for what he can do, if he can play his way into the side. He needs to get minutes. Um whatever else happens after that, we will see. But I think I've reviewed my opinion, and I don't think we should be sending them out on loan straight away. I think it's not the same as Saliba, but similar with Saliba. We sent him out on and looking like, yeah, we could use this player right now. And this is something that I could envision happening with Balogun that he does well on loan. You like, actually, at the moment, we are William this playing, like, why? Like, just
2: have him here and use him. Is it Hello. is it not is it not risky though? You you have Right, so you've suggested our three strikers are Aubameyang, Martinelli and Balogun, right? Martinelli and Balogun have, well, Balogun has never played in the Premier League before. Martinelli, I I wouldn't know how many Premier League starts, less than, you know, 10 maybe. And um, how many goals? Maybe three or four? He hasn't got that many, no. So what, it, doesn't that represent a risk to you? Yes,
4: it think, works, Yeah, yeah. I think I. You see, I do agree with. I agree with a lot of what you've you've said, German Dan. I think you know, even in the group, I, I I agreed with um your point. By and large, my my worry is that. My, my worry really leans on Abramieng and the season that he has had. Well, it's, it's twofold, my worry is kind of like at the top end, that consistent, reliable scorer that we do have, is also in a in a in a downward turn at this point in time. I don't know if it's just a blip or if this is the beginning of a decline. None of us know that. Um, I think what we what needs to happen with Abramieng is that he needs to get back to starting games up front for us. In a side that's fully functional and creating chances, that needs to happen. Um, If Aubameyang all of a sudden has a decline or an injury or a prolonged spell out of the side, then our centre-forward hopes, our goal-scoring hopes are hinging on Balogun and Martinelli. Now, we've seen a little bit of Martinelli, but not really as a centre-forward and not enough. To know that, yeah, this guy can be a regular, consistent scorer for us, and even less of Balogun. But so do
3: you know? That, that do you, know do you know my, what?
4: I'll,
3: do you know what? That I'll come be my worry. To? Do you know what I'll come mm. back to? And I have a lot more faith in Martinelli and Balogun than I have in Eddie and KTR. And when yeah. we had this discussion last year in the group, <laughs> I said if we are selling Lacazette, like we have to buy someone because I don't have any faith in Eddie. And yeah, people were arguing against it, saying no, give Eddie the minutes, play him, etc. No, no, et no, you're,
4: you're, spot, now, I'm not, you're now, spot on about I Eddie as well. We
3: have, yeah, now I think we have two very good talents. And in general, my strategy and approach would be to similar to what Liverpool have done. Who has been the backup to Firminia all those years? Divock Origi. Maybe to
2: their detriment, it's been a right,
3: yeah, but he does. Do you know what I mean? They, the only they, had, thing a, they is deep, had a deep, very deep. strong first 11 kit out the first 11 as strong as possible try achieve those targets if you don't fall through cool but you need to get out the first level as strong as possible this approach of trying to build the squads and etc that takes too long we need we need success now we need results now and the only way we can get that is by having a very very strong first level that plays basically all the premier League games and um, off the league cup and FA cup this um, next season play the young boys in it don't play Partey and in, no in FA Cup ties. That's got to be Migo Aziz or whatever is, 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 is in the squads. We need to really maximize the league. I've seen it this year. If you're consistent, you get results in the league, you will get top four because a lot of these teams slip up very much so. And we're just, we're just when, we just went we went on the races at all this year. And we actually had enough quality to do it. And I think next year will be a bit more tight. I think Spurs are still still slipping and sliding. I don't really believe in Leicester's hype that much. I think West Ham probably won't be about that next year. It will be City, um, Chelsea and um, it will be between United and um, and uh, Liverpool and us. But for what, that what, final
4: what, spot. Happens, what happens if Oba does have that decline or gets injury or Arteta decides
3: if, if he's had enough decline, of him, he
4: turns, up, he turns up late to training again or whatever, then... The two people we're hinging our goal-scoring hopes on, and remember, this is a side already bereft of of, of, of goal-scorers. We're not scoring enough goals as a team either. That means the hopes hinge solely on Martinelli and Balogun. It's that's, unfair. That's, that's big pressure. Yeah, that, that's, that unfair? that's huge I pressure. I think it's unfair.
2: These are two relative novices. You've got Marcinelli, yeah. who, you know, hasn't there's, even there's had not, a full season in senior yeah, football. Unfair. Yeah. There's, there's, there's enough not enough senior football I don't think in there.
0: Unfair. The there's opportunity been.
2: isn't unfair, but there I think the burden of pressure, we're talking about scoring goals at the highest level. I yeah. think that's an unfair pressure to burden two 19-year-olds with. Yeah, and, and and we don't have a benchmark. That. We, do, we have don't a have striker. a
4: benchmark. I,
2: and That's I think not. Arteta will see it that way as well. Arteta already don't like we'll using work. the kids. He don't like we'll using the kids. So, we'll and we'll this we'll is work. what is scaring me about the Lacazette thing because I think we, the only striker we've really been linked with is, um, Edward. Unless you guys can think of any other strikers. Yeah, yeah. I think
4: this is where the age profile who? comes who?
2: into it.
3: We've been, we've been linked with Padson Daka as well. V- very scarcely yeah, though, right hung. not not yeah, strong enough, but, but yeah, the, the edward lick
2: is something that keeps coming back and yeah. it says to me that i think they want that striker who um is like the stopgap kind of thing mm-hmm. um so a backup a clear backup to obba who doesn't cost 52 million pounds on 200,000 pound a week but someone who is going to chip in here and there, you know, like a Giroud level type striker and mm. still maintain resale value. So in three, two to three years time when Balogun and Martinelli are ready, um, we can then sell that striker or he, they, he maintains becoming backup and Aubameyang, obviously his contract comes to an end and then Balogun and um, Martinelli then come into the f- into the fold and, you know, it's between those two who are, you know, our first choice striker. I believe Bellagin will go out on loan. Um, if that does happen, I just can't see us. Just two things are going to happen. We're signing a striker or Lacazette is staying. I yeah. do not see, I, I do think, not envisage the, your scenario playing out.
3: And, and I agree with you. I think that's the realistic scenario. That's just what I would.
2: Um, I, would I think do. it's the, I think it's the best scenario. I, I think it's, I think it's the, the most sensible scenario. The problem, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be angry at the club for doing it because I do think yeah, I, it's I, I, very I risky. But uh, the problem I
3: see is that, that okay, we're selling Lacazette like 15 mil. We're buying Edouard for 15 to 20 mil. That mm. 15 to 20 mil, we're going to now have to pay or we're going to have to now look at a player that is not as good as what we could get at the right back position in centre midfield because of the cut in that budget. So, I'm looking mm. still as the holistic approach for me is make the first 11 as strong as possible. So, if that so means
4: I could, yeah, yeah, we can yeah. Buy I, the, you can buy from from the right
3: back for 30 mil instead of 20 mil, and the center midfielder yeah. for 30 mil instead of 20 mil, that means that team will be significantly better yeah. if you buy the right players, of course. Then you're
4: if we buy saying a it from a holistic are... approach. Then that's that that, 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 that's the fit. I suppose th- I get your point, I don't disagree with your point. The way that I've been f- looking at it and thinking and answering this 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 question really is in response to just solely looking at our, our 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 striking options and our center forward um position. If you're talking about a holistic approach and that, then then yeah, it is still hypothesis because we don't know how much money we will have to spend in the summer, um, what players will be available, what players won't be, what players will actually be moved on, etc., what fees we'll be able to command. So a lot of this is 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 hypothetical. But I, I get you. I, I think looking at it only from the perspective of centre forwards, though, I think this is where the age profile conversation comes into it because you've got two very young strikers who are, are gifted and you know have a ceiling, um, have a you know have a have a very high potential um, based on what we know about them and the little that we've seen on them so far. And then you've got an elite scorer already who is—is is he thirty-one already? Yeah, He's 31 years old. He'll be 32, what, in the summer? Going into the start of next season, he'll be 32. So, you know, I I think we need that kind of anywhere between that 22, 23-year-old striker to, like, what, Mm -hmm. 26-year-old? You know, and I think there are players who kind of, uh, across Europe, who fit that mould, who we could probably get, who have already played um, at some sort of top... um, not necessarily the top level, but I've played at the top of their league, basically. Yes.
3: But, um, and then an awesome. I definitely agree with you, but I think our circumstances and how far we are falling off require a different approach.
2: Mm. D- d- don't get me wrong, Dan. I think I would, um, I would like your suggestion. Um Same. I want to see Balogun. Do you know what I'm saying? I want to see him, or Balogun, like uh, yeah. Life of Bodge Yeah, said.
4: we're, we're yeah. being checked. Sorry, yeah. Bodge. <laughs>
2: Um, Balogun. Balogun. Yeah, I would like to see him play. <laughs> I would like to see him play as much as possible for Arsenal. I don't want to see him out on loan. But I'm just thinking purely from a developmental purpose, if he isn't going to get the game time he needs to get it somewhere else. And, you know, playing 13 games okay, a season, maybe five let's... or six starts, isn't great for him. Then
3: we propose something different then? So we we'll We do... We'll do um... Sell um sell Eddie, um, Balogun, and Martinelli, and sign a striker on the free, a veteran striker no. or a
2: striker. But that's even three. minutes, no. What? That's even me- less minutes for them, though, isn't it? No, this this striker is a pure backup. This is a pure backup. But then backups need minutes too.
3: Yeah, and he'll he'll he'll, he'll get them off the bench. Hmm. Fit out the numbers, get something
2: So, who, who are you doing? thinking, but get a sign in like fucking, um, uh, what, what's his name, um, Mario Gomez or something like that. You've also <laughs> got to think, oh, yeah, okay. but something why as you well, that's that's
3: not what I'm about, <laughs> no, but, but man. But something as, as well, Giroud
2: back.
4: yeah, why not? But something as well that you've got to consider. I'm only joking about Giroud, by the way, is that it also, if there's no European football, the squad will be quite lean. Next season, as well,
2: European football to finish jobs, don't we? I think we'll be involved in some capacity. I think if we, what, um, um, what that Europa League that 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 yeah, see Europe that Europa see, yeah, we're that gonna be involved in it. I think <laughs> if you finish eighth, we get in it.
4: That's disgusting, mate. I'd, I'd,
2: I'd rather.
1: And where are we so, gonna be
4: playing in the minnows now? Where are we gonna be playing then? Yeah. Joking, mate. I know, I'd rather just not Estonia yeah.
2: or somewhere like that somewhere crazy yeah but yeah. yeah look it's an interesting thing right like someone's just uh, Pete Ron Paul in the YouTube comments he's just you know said Me, way. Right. Would, would you take him and I think that's an interesting shout because yeah it probably is someone that I would look at just being a strictly because we, because he's got Premier League pedigree he's not going to cost much and as long as he's playing second fiddle to a Bamiang I wouldn't really mind because um, yeah. then he it allows three? is he on a three? No,
4: it cost about maybe 10 15 mil. What yeah, he, I don't, I don't he's think it'd cost that much money. He's a Chelsea player, isn't it? So it's it's just us taking Chelsea yeah, probably, rejects. Yeah, uh, all yeah over I again. guess so. And if I guess so. our obsession with doing that, I Yeah, just, uh, that's the only million. thing, right? Have we,
2: have we not learned our lessons? Like we but that, but this is one but this is one player I wouldn't mind taking um in a purely backup role. I can't get behind
4: home. it, Lewis. I've been scarred too many times. I can't. I can't get behind it. I, can't I, 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 I,
2: I hear you. I hear you. Look, I, I'm not. I get the Chelsea sentiment. I don't the, like signing the, these There's Chelsea a
4: strong places. comment from Glenn Richardson. No more Chelsea. No more Chelsea no guys. More Chelsea guys. guys like, Glenn's yeah. Not having
2: it. I get it. <laughs> Glenn I get is it. saying no thanks. But you you The thing is, you're, you You have to be shopping somewhere if, if for the, for the for your target striker, right? Who we Who we're talking about right now. is limited places you're going to be shopping. And it might be an opportunity like that. That might be a relatively easy deal to do. You know, you say to Mishi, you come off the bench, you're a backup to Oba, you let Martinelli get minutes on the left and up front in the competitions and in in Europe. And then you put Balogun on on loan, potentially. (laughs) I really like this loan thing, bro. I like, I like. I, I get game. it, but he needs to play, bro. He needs to play. Like, if he ain't playing, fucking 20, 25 games next season, what's the, the point? Europa is a, The Europa League um, has yes. made a lot of young boys. That guy stepped into that Europa League and Stack. And if we don't get Europe next season, where does the game time come from? We're talking what three or four games okay, in the league If you don't, if we don't get Europe, he definitely needs to go on. But well, if we do, then I think yeah. Mm. It's, it's, it's 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 not I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here I think there's a sensible way there's a there's a way that I would like to see you know I'm not I'm not gonna be Actually, Nah man fuck the loan thing man Either so now he ain't going nowhere man <laughs> I need that boy here next year Look I want to boy here next
4: need... year I want to see him
2: play but if it's gonna be sporadic we're only killing him and this is the thing Eddie has died a death of a thousand knives this season because. He
3: Eddie has a lot of
2: opportunities though. Has he? Has he? And I, I'm not an Eddie fan. Don't get me wrong, I'm not an Eddie fan, but I don't think we've given that kid opportunities. I don't think we've given him enough um, opportunities to to get game time under his belt. And he hasn't been used since bloody Christmas. We're, we're just ruining his value. We're ruining well, yeah, his, yeah, for sure, his for sure. um his development. It's it's you know, it's not right. We shouldn't Arteta, be doing Arteta's
4: this. Arteta's handling of younger players has and uh, that's scary, me shucks. It's scary. Mishi is good. out
2: of contract this summer. Free signing. Nah, man. Stop. I'm gonna answer, put that in stop, the group stop, chat. And that is gonna stop. get a fucking reception and a half that. Peter, um,
4: I, I don't know what you're doing, Peter. Like it was it was it was all right to begin with, but this to stop entertaining these ideas, man. Like I'm gonna, please, I'm gonna chuck not, it in
3: there. Like, I'm gonna chuck it in there. All right, but look, you know, let's We'll say something like Michi and I'm just, I've just looked. Yeah, it's 17 games, two goals. We can get that from Balogun or fucking
2: Martinelli, to be honest. For, from Eddie. Even Do you know Eddie... what I see the bigger oh, issue? I, would want... I don't Do... think 17 games and two goals is not, is enough. Look, like, how many minutes is that? How many Do... minutes for Eddie this season? Do
4: you know what I see the bigger? Uh, I see the bigger issue being: it, we need a um, wide forward. We need someone who can play out wide, who can contribute with goals and creativity um in equal measure. So if you can look at getting like, you know, between seven and twelve goals from wide positions, that also helps so any anything above that is 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 fantastic. But as a as a bare minimum in the league, like if you can come in, um score that those much goals and create for us as well, chip in with a number of assists, then that's cool. You need to get players like Pepe scoring goals as well. You need to get goals from the center of the park as well. Um, Thomas Partey needs to let the team go and throw in some long, ra- hey, chuck in sorry. some long ranges.
2: And the long strikes are looking a bit crazy.
4: Yeah, they're looking crazy. <laughs> you know, another central midfielder who can score goals.
2: <laughs> the committee nice, in England's you know? a bit nuts. It's doing it's doing some things to the yeah. ball. There. Yeah. I
4: think if Erdegaard had had a full season with us as well, I think you know he'd we'd we'd, we'd, we'd have seen a couple of goals from him as well. I think we'd be on at least five. These men need to start 100%.
2: chipping in, 100%. Yeah. Wasn't, like, Partey so, and tobias like, some of our only assists from midfield in the league this season? Yeah,
4: so... it's, oh, it's On the weekend. It's, it's cool, and, uh, yeah. And I would have less reservation as well about, but like, I think if Martinelli is playing up front in a team that is creating chance on chance on chance, I've got less reservation about him based on what I've seen, and then the rest is for Balogun to kind of show and prove. You know mm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's in the games where... Oba won't play or won't be fit or will be rested or whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. So I think that's a bigger thing for me. Um, If we are going to go with that option, um, we need to recruit. If we are going to sell Lacar, sell Eddie, whatever, we need to recruit well so we can still get the right back that we need, the centre mid that we need and get a a wide player who can score and create. um, And I'll be easier about the whole thing
2: let's um let's wrap things up I want to get your predictions for tomorrow night we've kind of veered off of Slavia Prague course but um let's not forget this is this is probably this is well this is the most important game of the season this is Arteta's most important game of his managerial tenure so far more important than the FA Cup game last year because this is a huge opportunity to get into the semi-final of the European competition which can lead us into the Champions League you know, so this is a massive, massive game. Shabs talk to me. the voice of reason what's what's gonna happen tomorrow night?
4: Last talk <laughs> yeah, just you no are you no are you no because our European heritage is not good, man. Like I, I I said this on TLF as well. European heritage is not good. We don't do. We we always let ourselves down in Europe. Yeah. And you can go to any point of any European competition for the last twenty years, man. Like you know, I was sad. You lot are sad about the um, Champions League final. I'm sad about Galatasaray, man. Same, same. That was that Men. was
2: one of my biggest. That was my one of my earliest heartbreaks as a Arsenal kit.
4: fan. Yeah, Sega kit, Dreamcast like mm-hmm. couldn't do it we've always been we we? backing us we couldn't do it yeah but we've
2: had so many disappointing nights in europe like it's unreal you know it's unreal in terms Monaco. of like great european nights Fuck it. I, I, I could probably count them on one hand you know you real madrid you've got Inter milan roma villarreal <laughs> um that's about it really yeah. you know it's and you've I mean at just, home, maybe. Yeah.
4: But other, other than that, it's just red stew, man. It's just red stew. Yeah, it's stew really, it's really man. bad, man. It's There's so many bad. disappointments,
2: especially but, away as well. Especially yeah. away.
4: But I don't think this love or Prague side are good. Um, I do believe that Arsenal can win. I believe it depends on the manager and who he picks. The yeah, the manager and who he picks. I think if the manager does um the right selection, I think we can beat this side comfortably if he starts doing some bullshit and playing players like Willian and just players who have failed him and failed us all season, then, yeah, we kind of get what we deserve. So, it, and on his head be it, because we're allowed out now. So, you know, yeah. someone, someone's going to bump into you, into, into Mikel, <laughs> somewhere. And yeah, not me. <laughs>
3: I'm
2: not Hooligan. Great, right? I'm just saying
4: that, we're, you know, <laughs> the streets is open,
2: so... So, apparently, yeah. apparently, like Slavia Prague's home record is absolutely insane. And apparently, in the last two or three years, <laughs> it's like only I think only Barcelona, Dortmund, and Inter have beaten Slavia Prague at home in all competitions. Boy, so, um, <laughs> yeah. And look, there's a lot of Czech, 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 Czech Republic teams in there you know what i'm saying they haven't really beat anyone noteworthy yeah, i think yeah. did they beat lester or was lester a draw they Leicester took out lester they took out rangers oh, it, at home was, that, was that
3: against them man sorry Le- Leicester not serious in europe they didn't score over two legs against these boys
2: yeah yeah they're right they're big 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 big, big banner but um yeah look they didn't beat lester drew nil-nil at home with them they drew one one at home to rangers look I'm not tr- listen, we shouldn't be trying to paint this picture that this is some big and scary team. They're fucking shit. If we don't go through tomorrow, mm. our needs to hand in these resignations. Listen, in the I, I
3: need I, I need a three piece tomorrow. Mm. Nothing else. If if it's below a three piece, we've failed. Even if we win two one or some not nonsense. We need to we need to put three past them. That's mm. simple. Are we going to? I don't know. We'll assume, no. see. What, I, I want to hear a, a prediction,
2: Dan. I want to hear a prediction.
3: Boy. My, the faith. I'm not selling faith right now. I'm not a hope dealer right now.
2: Hmm.
3: Um, not right now.
2: All right, Dan, sitting on the fence. Um, I am on the fence. I'm going to give my prediction. I think I quite like uh Peter on polls. Um, prediction of two one. Uh, after extra time, I think mm, I think good. it's going to be one of them evenings. Um, we're going to be really annoyed, and then we're going to. Somehow get a victory somehow, but you know, look, probably will be like that. Yeah, okay. yeah. I feel, I can see it being quite tight. I can see it being quite tight. You know, I, I don't want to. Let's not forget they had chance in the first leg as well. You know, they they were probably worth a point really and truly. I know we had our chances. They had their chances. You know, they were worth a point. I thought we were really poor in the first leg, so we need to be better. um If we're not better, we're going to struggle because they're going to smell blood. And they're going to stick it right on us, mate. Absolutely right on us. Anyway, look, we'll leave it there. It's it's late enough. It's half past 11. Um, Guys, look, hopefully we talk to you again um, after an Arsenal victory. We'll be having a post-match after the game tomorrow. So if you want access to that before next Thursday, join our Patreon and you'll get access to that. Um, Thank you to everyone who's joined the live stream. um, And we'll be back uh, as usual. Uh, next week. Take it easy, guys. Bless.
3: Bless, bless, It's
1: to 2 2, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Urzil. La Cazette. I'm off the Maya Zanelene, that's why I'm over-retarded. That's why I'm over-retarded? Baby, welcome to the party. Huh? I hit the boy up and then I go skating around. the Rari. Baby, welcome to the party. Pick some of that. Give me a lick. Got no Got no Maya. Podcast Network.